Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then blue bump, and get on top. The glory hole is like a, a, like dick theater. I've imagined your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Welcome back to another week here at By the By. Hello, hello, hello. You've got Angela. And Beeford. Bradford, yes. Beeford, Bradford. You can be both. Everybody. Yeah, you can be both. Uh, yes, we're back for another week here. Look, we don't have a lot more to say other than... What's coming up? One February 17th. If you are in the Sydney area, February 17th is our next pendulum party. It is like literally, we're calling it the kickoff to World Pride. It's not because we're not part of the World Pride lineup because, you know, they don't like us. It's anyway, not official. It's not official. However, World Pride starts on- It's a on, dirty underground kickoff. That's right. Oh, and you like it dirty, don't you? Mm. Uh, World Pride starts on February 18th, but we will be here on February 17th doing our thing at OSS Pendulum Party. Yes. Yes. So look, uh, next, next year. Oh my God. Next year. Can you believe it? Anyway. So next year is on February 17th. We were having our, our pendulum party, our pendulous pendulum party. We're still trying to work out whether or not we're going to do a pre party. It's going to be invite only, but only by interest. And look again, it's still expressions of interest EOIs, if you will. So if you think that you will be in town and could come to something, let us know. It is going to be a free event. Let us know. We are trying to figure it out. Is it worth it for us to do this? Do we want to do this? How many people could we support? Yada, 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 all that fun shit. Um, we just want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So look, mm. uh, let's just jump straight into it. Cause I'm excited oh, to geez. hear the rest of it. I know. Right. That didn't take long. I did. Ah. That, that's what she said. Um, I get, I get so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like last week we talked about what I did while mm -hmm. you were gone and we started talking about what you did while mm -hmm. you were gone, but then we didn't get to what I feel like might be the meat and sexy, sexy potatoes, mm. which is what I sometimes call Angela's breasts. It's my sexy potatoes. Look at them taters. I just want to put my mouth on them taters. They're sweet taters. And I'm not a big fan of sweet taters, but you know, sometimes I want to put a sweet tater in my mouth and I'm like, nom, 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 nom. Sometimes they're also loaded potatoes. <laughs> sometimes they are loaded potatoes. Um, a few times they've been twice baked. Uh, they are rarely scalloped. Uh, um, but yes. <laughs> and awesome. Awesome. Awesome times. Oftentimes. Awesome times too. I want to mash my face in your taters. <laughs> 
Um, sometimes I put my, it's like a bangers and mash. I put, <laughs> I put my, my banger between your mash and then I'm like, yep. And now we have sour cream. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Well, that went, that went well. <laughs> we didn't even get to your mushy peas, but back to the Brits. <laughs> right. Well, you mushy peas, there you go. <laughs> I, what I honestly, one of my favorite meals as uh, someone who moved to Australia and didn't know that this was actually a thing, but and it sounds it sounds like a sexy thing if we tie it right into what we were just okay. saying, okay. is mushy peas mashed taters on a meat pie <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit of gravy. Honestly, if you've never had one of those, it's... it's well, it's delightful. It's fucking... Yeah. It's what... It's it's proof there's a God. He loves us and want us to, yeah. wants us to be happy and full. Yeah, it's it's delightful for sure. So yeah, and if you do it uh-huh. in a sexy way, like I do want some of your mushy peas, mashed taters, a <laughs> little bit of gravy, and on your meat pie. <laughs> like I feel like once we get done with this podcast, I may have to have some of that. So <sighs> warning. All right, all right, I'll prepare. I love it. I'll get it all warmed up for you. <laughs> that's that's the way I like it. I don't want my meat pie cold. Nope. <laughs> my God. Okay, so last we left you, mm. dear Angela, mm. you had you had smoke bombed on your new friends in a club in Birmingham. Mm. Well, but then we kind of there was a little bit of a backtrack because I had met up with the folks from Discord, right? Oh, so yes, of when course. I when I first got to London, met up with some really great folks from Discord, and and again, very very happy that they came down and took the time to come spend an evening with me. Uh, it was it was really good, uh, very much appreciated. I think at that point. I had been, you know, traveling for the week pretty well on my own and it was good to have some some company that kind of gets you and and understands just, you know, just it's just comfortable. It's it's easy. Um so that was really nice and it was good to to meet one of the folks especially for the first time. Great human again. Wish we lived closer, but at least you know that if we're traveling there or they're ever traveling here, you've got a friend, right? And that yeah. that's a good thing. Um So nice to meet people that you know you connect with mm. and like you really do want to put them in your mouth yeah and they're good humans like it's like the that thing. means a lot yeah and and being good people that, yeah. that, that accounts for a lot it does um yeah so then, i don't want to brag but we attract good people <laughs> i'm gonna brag we attract good people i'm not sure how it happens mm. um maybe we just shift the shit ones out yeah that's probably it yeah uh yeah so on the saturday night i was in london and i was like okay what am i gonna do there is a quite large swingers club there. What's it called? Le Boudoir. La Boudoir? Um, yeah. La Boudoir. I'm sure there are probably a few others, but that was the biggest one, and that was the one that kind of stood out. So I was like, I'm going to go check this out. All right. And yeah. this was on a Saturday? Saturday. Okay. So again, it's a fair night to check out a club, right? Yeah, it's yeah. A big party night. What did you do on Friday? That was when I went out with the Discord people. Oh, fair enough. Sorry, Discord people. All are right, you not bro. listening? Not really. <laughs> Look, everybody knows I don't listen to this podcast, even when we're recording. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so admittedly, I'd had a, a big day Saturday, gone out, done some touristy things, gone to museums, done the things, came back to the hotel, had a bit of a rest, and I was kind of like, I'm comfortable. Do I go out or do I just stay here? <laughs> but admittedly, I'd already bought my ticket for the night and I was like, I, I can't be this close and not go. Right? And let's talk about that process because I know you were buying the ticket when you still lived in, when I was in Australia. Still lived. 
It's like she moved to the UK. Well, this is not a long distance podcast. Uh, never going to happen. Your anyway, is shit. Uh, <laughs> I can't deal with that. Angela won't even move to fucking Melbourne. No. <laughs> it's like, this place is horrible. I need sunshine. <laughs> anyway. So you were working on this when you were still in the, in, in, in down here in Australia. Yeah. So tell us about the process in order to get your sexy ass, your sexy ass. I mean, cause look at you. Yeah. So, uh, so you have to be a member of the club before you go. So you can't just rock up on the night. Does that cost? Oh, uh, I don't remember at this place. Some club, the one in Birmingham, it did, but it was like 10 pounds or something. So it wasn't extremely. So how long are you a member there for? Oh, for life. I have a card. If we ever go back. Nice. All right. I didn't even I see know. the card. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, I threw it in the card box that we probably won't ever touch again because who knows when we're ever going to be back there. But just in case. When we do our by the by takes European Europe. T- the European, European tour. tour. <laughs> uh, check, check your calendars, folks. It'll be 2027. Right. Right. Okay. Um, For my 50th. <laughs> Uh, okay. oh, God Fair. damn. That's yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, so I had to apply and, and I did have again, some, some folks in the UK who thought I might be going and they're like, Hey, just an FYI, if you are going, make sure that you apply ahead of time. So they did okay. prime me. So I looked at the website and saw that, but also they were kind enough to let me know just in case, which is good because but, they were, yeah, cause you had to take a picture with like the date oh, and everything. That's right. Yeah. So I had to apply and as part of the application, I had to fill out a thing as to, I don't know, something about me and whatever. And I basically was like, I'm an experienced swinger. I go to this club in Sydney all the time. We host parties here. I have a podcast. Like I'm actually a good human. Please let me come to your club. Um, But don't get me wrong. I'm a Caucasian woman with a podcast. (laughs) Shocker. Yeah. yeah, It's not a crime podcast. So that's surprising. It's not. Uh, Nor is it a food podcast. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I... Had to fill out kind of a little about me type of thing. I had to take a picture that was head to toe with the date. So I had to like write the date on a piece of paper, hold it up in front of me and take this picture. And then if you've ever taken a picture of Angela, you know how much fun that was. (laughs) It was not fun. And then I had to take and then I had to supply another picture that was like your profile picture because they have a, a, um, a bit on their website, kind of like OSS does, where it's like a members can talk to each other kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't do it, but you can. It's my girl. <laughs> and so- This seems like work. <laughs> Fuck you people. You don't want to sleep with me because of I'm sexy. You're not going to sleep with me. Well, look, it's good if you're going there regularly or if you live in the area or something like that. But for me, I'm going there as literally a one-off for now that I know of. And- <laughs> So I'm, I don't need to establish these relationships that I'm going to continue on forever and ever kind of thing. I don't feel like, right? Although there was one relationship I wouldn't mind continuing, but that's different. We'll get to that. Um, but it's still like connecting with these people on the website ahead of time. I'm just like, like I, I don't know. If you're new, I get it. If you're in the area, I get it. But for a traveler just going yeah. through, doesn't make sense, Fair right? Enough. Fair enough. But so you might supply a picture to go up there. They're like dust in the wind. Yeah. I did get a few messages ahead of time. It said, hey, you have a message from you have or whatever. I don't care. I didn't even. Did look you look at them? No, I didn't. Because um, <laughs> I'm the worst with these things. Angela has no, like, look, I love you. You know this. You, I, I, I've always loved you. You, anybody who's listened to this podcast knows that my crush on you happened from a very early time. However, goddamn woman, you have no sense of curiosity. Other than science, like how can a scientist have no sense of curiosity, no sense of wonder? Because it takes work. And then I have to figure out how to fuck to log into the website because I don't know what password I used and 
I don't know. Then it becomes it goes in the too hard basket and, and the payoff isn't there for me. Um, so if the payoff's there, I'll go for it. But otherwise, it, it's too hard. It's too much work. I'm not going to do it. And yeah, no. So I didn't bother to look at it. But we all also know that you're the better one at the social media and the messaging game. It's true. You set things up ahead of time. I follow through with them. I, I didn't have anyone to set this up for me. So therefore, it just didn't happen. I will say randomly, uh, this is a non sequitur to this story, but we met a couple at the club uh, this past weekend, or I guess if yeah. you're listening to this now, probably the weekend before past. Um, and I went through the effort of, we have now have a Facebook group of the four of us in a, in a space. It's true. So we can chat and, and get to know this couple more. And Angela actually spoke on this group. And I was like, I had the first Whoa. big message. Yeah. There was, hi, those are your basic general hellos. And then I yeah. had the first actual yeah. big message. Yay for me. I'm, I'm growing. I, I'm impressed. I'm surprised. <laughs> I can't be taught. I don't know that this couple listens to the podcast, but if you do, you better, like, this is special. <laughs> you better respond. <laughs> they, they actually have responded, so it's fine. They have, they have. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, so anyway, so that was the application process. So you have to fill out a thing. You have to send in pictures, do the stuff, go through the process, just do it, right? But it's also very much a you have to plan ahead. So it's not going to be a you show up on the night and you get in the door. And I have mixed feelings about that. I don't think it's a bad thing because I feel like you then get people who are actually interested. They're dedicated. They want to be a part of the club of the lifestyle or at least interested enough to check it out to put the effort in ahead of time. And I think that's a good thing. Now, from a business perspective, it may mean that you're going to miss out on some folks. But if you don't have a problem filling the space, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, and I completely agree. Like if I, I, I struggle because I know how I have been in the past and I'm, I'm very much a let's Google where we can go now. We're all, I was gonna say, because we as a couple are, can generally be last minute, especially when traveling. Yeah. So if you're traveling from a different city, different state overseas, it can be a, hey, is there a club in the area now here? Yeah. And you may not think about it to the last minute. So in that respect, it's a bad thing. I also wonder if that were the case and you called them and talked to them, could it be different? It may not be. My guess is no, but I don't know. But at the same time, I mean, pros and cons, right? It's a different way. It's, it's just a different way of doing things. Yeah. And it goes back to the seven P's, right? Prior proper planning prevents piss poor performance. Yeah. If you have a place that you want to check out, you should probably check out their rules before you try to just walk up and check them out. And the website and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's a different way of doing things. I can't say it's a bad way. And, yeah. and, and in fact, in a way, again, so it's interesting because I will say that doing this, because I'm traveling as a single female, I'm a fairly confident person and I'm comfortable going to places on my own and doing things on my own. All of this checks out. But there is also a bit of, I am on my own. And I don't have a safety net and it is up to me as to what happens. And so there's a, there is a, I'm in a different mentality. I'm in a different headspace then than I am when I'm with you. I'm actually very curious about this and we're going to digress a bit from the story because I know how, I know how you are. And I know that many of our friends know how you are, Mm. but this still brings that question up. Like, are you more cautious when you're on your own? Yes. Yes. So do you watch your drink? Yes. In fact, I did not, I will say at this place, I even just general, if I'm at a, if I'm having dinner somewhere, I don't ever leave an empty drink ever. I will either finish it before I go to the bathroom 
or I just order another one. I will not. Yeah. I just don't. No, I'm always a lot more cautious. I think that's really interesting and depressing. God, fuck, it's depressing. But, but like, list it. I know, I know, but I, I it's smart. And I, but again, I think about how our circle sees you and how I see you, and it's it's such a fucking bummer that we have that we live in a world like that, right? Oftentimes, if I went to a restaurant or was eating on my own or whatever, a lot of times I was at the bar. So it's one of those, like, what if I would hope that like the bartender or whoever was sitting near kind of would be looking out. Yeah. And I feel like, especially a few of the places I can say that I went to, I felt like there was that bit of recognition, but they're always going to turn their back. They're always going to do something right there. They have a job to do. And so you don't know that they can do that. And also it's, it is what it is. And and I just, I'm always very cognizant of when I am on my own, I, I'm aware of who's around me, what's happening, what's going on. I don't leave any drinks unattended. I don't like, yeah, I'm just, I am much more hyper aware. Interesting. And I don't know if Do you find that exhausting. I mean, no, not really. It just is. But I also don't know. And this would be a good question for somebody who's long-term single, because it's been a long time since I've been single. When I was single between partners and things for, I mean, I think the longest I was single was probably a year, year and change. And I was still the same way. The question is like, if you're single for say 10 years, is it different? Or are you still always that way? I would hope you're always that way because, you know, safety first, although it is exhausting. And I was going to say, yeah, I mean, but, and at some point do you just give up and be like, eh, whatever? I don't know. That's a, that's a different podcast for a different person. Yeah. But for me in the times that I travel and the times that I am alone, I am a lot lot more cautious. And that can be not just international travel. That can be local travel and interstate travel. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just the same for me either way. Yeah. More of a curiosity yeah. than anything else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I will say that like, you know, going into the space as a single, it's a different headspace, but it's, all, I think it's more just a bit more aware than it is. My expectations were the same. I still kind of went in with the same actual mindset and, and same like this is what I want from the night and we're just going to kind of see what happens so I went into the venue thinking I want to check out the venue I want to see what the vibe is like I want to see the people I want to talk to people if I meet somebody I'll play with them that's you know interesting if I don't then so be it fine yeah. right so I kind of went into it with just a let's see what happens but open-minded so what I thought was interesting was I mean it was it was a little bit of an ordeal to get there. It, so I guess a couple of questions before yeah, that. Okay, you okay. left, you actually started going there later, I thought later in the evening. So you didn't get there until after 10, no, right? No, no, it was probably about, by the time I got there, it was probably 9.30 okay. or so. Because the, they opened up at 8, 8.30, something like okay. that. So they opened, yeah, yeah 8, 8.30, I think is when they actually opened. Was there a theme or anything? Mm, I think it was Christmas, naughty, nice, naughty or nice. Okay. Yeah, it was, so it's a Christmas theme. And... There's a train station nearby, and it was a single train from where I was staying. I was like, cool, easy, no problem. Nice. Uh, it wasn't so nice. Oh. Because as I was- It was naughty? On the, it was naughty. As I was on the train, so it didn't say anything when I got on the train. It wasn't on the maps. It wasn't anything. As we passed the station I should be getting off of, <laughs> it said, oh, this station is closed. You're going to go to the next station. Cool. cool. Okay. So next station was a 15-minute walk away. I get off the train- I don't know the area really, but it felt like, mm, I don't like this. So I called an Uber and I Ubered from there. And I was like, I should have just fucking Ubered from my hotel, right? Like, yeah, what was the point? Enough. But good for you. <laughs> but, you made the right decision. Yeah. But still, I was just like, oh, okay. I should have just Ubered to begin with. Anyway, get there eventually. So I go up to the door and there's, you know, security guard meets you at the door. What are you here for? 
I was like, um, le, le boudoir, not a nice party. He's like, okay, come on in. So- I love that. <laughs> Hi. Um, you're scary. <laughs> I mean, he was a little bit. Also, you're, you're going up steps, so you're looking up at him, right? So that's a little bit imposing. Yeah, so it's good. Um, so anyway, go in. First thing they did, like, so there's an entrance area. There's a door you have to go through before you get to anything else, right? Okay. Great. So at the little entrance area. Little coat room kind of thing. I mean, I say little. It was actually a decent size. Okay. Anyway. So anyway, get to the desk and there were a couple people who were taking people's things. They take your phone. First thing. When you say that, they take it with consent, <laughs> just for the record. I don't know. Do they? If you don't consent, you're out the door. So uh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they had little like um, tote bags that had numbers on them and then they had a clothespin with a number on it. Okay. And so put your stuff in the tote bag. You can put whatever you want in there, but definitely take your phones. All phones go in the bags. No phones go into the club. Smart. I absolutely agree with that. A hundred percent. You do not need your phone when they're in there. Agreed. There's no reason that you need it. So take your phones. If you want to leave any bags, anything, coats, umbrellas, all the stuff goes with them, goes back in the coat check area. And any bags that went in. So I had my little, my truly little tiny purse that had lipstick, a little sachet of lube and condom and my room key in it because they took my phone. So that was no longer in there. That was it in my purse. And they went through every single pocket of my purse, which was like two of them um, because it was tiny. (laughs) But they looked through all the bags very thoroughly. There was a guy who brought in like handcuffs and floggers and things like that. They went through his bag very thoroughly. So I don't know if they're looking for more phones or what or just checking out what's going in, making sure it's all good. Drugs. You know what? I'm okay with this. Like it was one of those like that was extremely thorough, much more than I expected. I'm okay with this because I feel safe going into this space. Which I think is more important than anything else. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, all right, all right. Like I didn't expect that, but I'm okay with this. Yeah. And so went in the door. There was no tour. Um, they did know I was new. So it wasn't like a, they just, I think I just don't do them. Right. Okay. It's fine. So go in the door. First thing I do, I give myself a tour because I want to see what That's my girl. looks like. Right. All right. So to the left is kind of the Dance floor, social, couches, bar, lounge area, all that stuff. To the right is where you go to find the play spaces. So go in. First thing I did was I went upstairs. So it's set up very similarly to OSS in that the social area is the main floor, play area is upstairs, dungeon downstairs. So is there no locker space? There is. Okay. There is. Lockers were downstairs in the dungeon area. Okay. So I went upstairs first because I wanted to see what that was like. So I went upstairs. And checked out the spaces. So, I mean, first of all, this building is old. I mean, it's, it's when you think of like a European old buildings, it felt like, um, it felt like maybe an old hotel bank, something like this, like huge high ceilings. Yeah. The steps were, I don't know, stone, concrete, something big, wide stairwell, like sweeping. It felt like, honestly, the way the club was fit out, it felt lush. It felt like that step above, it felt. Like, okay, now, like, you should really make an effort if you're coming here, right? All right. Like, it felt that bit above everything else. So I was like, I like this place. This has a good vibe to it. So I went up the stairs, first of all, and... Such a spoiled young lady. No, I know. I mean, look, I like fancy places. This, <laughs> this, this felt pretty fancy. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, went up the stairs, and there were three private rooms. I, well, we're going to get to this, but we'll talk about it. There were three private rooms with doors that close on the left. Okay. One of them was fairly small. It was just the bed. The other two were a bed and then a desk. You know, because if you want to write a letter. Or yes. schoolgirl fantasies, or it's another surface to play on. My dearest, or... my, my dearest Angela, it's been more than a fortnight since last we spake. That explains the letter I got from you that was mm-hmm. sealed with wax. Yeah. That yeah. had your ass imprint on it. had a butt it. stamp on yeah. it. Yeah. 
Also, interestingly, all of those rooms had a little tiny sink in them and like uh, towel things like you can clean up in there. I mean, because, yeah, just look, nice. Once actually. you write a letter, ink gets everywhere and you need to wash your hands. <laughs> okay. So also <laughs> opposite of these three rooms was this space that I'm going to, okay, I have to picture it here for a second. Okay. So it was elevated. So there was a, a little ladder, like a, like an actual, like little ladder, step ladder thing. Like how many steps? Probably about four or five steps. Okay. Up to this space that was probably, I'm going to say waist-ish height for me. Okay. I don't know, maybe chest height to me is where the space started. And it was a thin little space with like, I would say a single, very thin little mattress, maybe a few inches thick mattress on it. Some pillows, cushions. It was all very lush. There was a kind of sheer curtain in front of it. If it were smaller, I would have said it felt like an old dumbwaiter space, but maybe a closet, except that it was elevated. It was this weird little space. We did see it used, so it was, you know, that's fine. Um, But it, yeah, it was just this kind of like, it's this cushy, plushy little space, but it was a tiny little space in the elevated bit. And I was thinking, how many people climb that ladder and almost hurt themselves? It was only I was thinking like you could just lay there and I wouldn't have to do anything. I could just bend over and my mouth would be (laughs) on you. That sounds great. Uh, You're right at mouth height. It must have been chest height because it was a little bit higher than that. All right, fine. Then I'm right at mouth height. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) All of this sounds amazing. I could just lay there and relax. And you're like, all right, I can, you know, I can. But it was a nice little plush space. That was kind of cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, And then the private room's opposite. And then at the end of the hallway was like what I would call the orgy room. Um, and the way the orgy room was set up was there was a rack of towels, which was good. That's handy. There were five beds in a U-shape. So two beds, single bed in the middle, two beds yeah. at the end of the room, right? Okay. So a U-shaped kind of bed. Very similar to the experience that we had in, in uh, New York. Yeah. Yeah. It's very similar to that. And then that was basically, I would say maybe half the room. The other half of the room was all walkway open space on one side. The other side has some little tables and chairs, stools, stools, kinds of things to sit on and to watch and to be voyeurs, except that it was, I don't know, to me, it felt a little um, odd in that there were these two long tables and a single table in between. The two long tables were like picnic tables, but they felt like kindergarten sized, like they're all a bit low. Yeah. They like the tables were no higher than the beds. So it felt, it felt low to me and I felt like. You could sit down and have your Lunchable there and yeah. <laughs> everything's all right. Like, and I, I honestly, I get it because it's a space to be able to sit and watch and be a voyeur and it's a table to put your drink on. I'm just not sure that, I don't know, it, the, the style of table didn't quite fit the rest of the vibe to me. Fair enough. But it served the purpose, right? And it, it does the job. Did see that room in use later and actually every space of that was used. So it, it works. It did. It, yeah. it did its job. Yeah, it did its job. Every, every, like at one point I went up there and I was like, holy shit, this is really crowded right here. And, and I love that this room is being used like this. <laughs> I love um, it. But anyway, so I did that. So that was all the upstairs. I went downstairs to the dungeon area. Honestly, folks, Christmas is right around the corner, so it's, it might be too late. I don't know. I don't actually look at calendars. But ultimately, if you want to get your partner something, you can still you know, like write a little note and say, hey, I got you something from CuriousHumansGame.com. So if you go there, use checkout code by the by, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, you will get 10% off. That's awesome. It, they ship worldwide. Eh, if you're going to get by Christmas in Australia, you're probably still set. But in the rest of the world, you might be fucked, but that's okay. You could write a little note and say, Bradford said that it's okay. You're going to get this game <laughs> sometime between now and next year. Dot, dot, dot. 
it might be next year, but that's okay. Cause it's worth it. CuriousHumansGame.com. They're fucking brilliant. It's a great game. Listen to our podcast with Tyler. Yeah. Use check our code by the by 10% off. Come on. It's fine. All right, Angela. So last week you made me do fucking Scrooge because uh-huh, uh-huh. you're just mean. Okay. Okay. This week, pick your next favorite uh, or the next fucking Christmas icon character that pops into your head. Um, Frosty the Snowman. Ice cold, <laughs> but I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> Firstly, I would like to thank Public Domain for this commercial. So would AdamandEve.com. Frosty the Snowman was a very naughty boy. Cause he needed something to fix his nose and he decided on a toy. <laughs> see, see where I'm going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Frosty the snowman didn't have a lot of dough. So he used the checkout code by the by and he saved 50% of his dough. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> so if you go to adamandeve.com. Much like Frosty, you can buy yourself a brand new dildo. And you know what? You will save 50% off. That's checkout code by the by. What else does Frosty get? Well, that stone cold, ice cold bitch will also get six videos on demand. He'll get free, fucking free shipping. And we all know how Santa, Santa's a busy motherfucker right now. So like free shipping means a lot. So Frosty, you done good. That That little magic hat you got. That ain't the only magic you got. You got some magic in your brain. So six videos on demand, free shipping, some extra loot thrown into your box and 50% off one of your items. Frosty, you are a fucking genius. Go to adamandeve.com. Use checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. And you'll be happy as a snowman. And when you touch me, I'll melt. (laughs) Oof. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, so let's go down to the dungeon. Dungeon was lovely. Um, So obviously this is an old building, right? Because it's fucking UK and apparently everything's old there. I don't know. Um, it's been around for a while. UK has been there for a bit. <laughs> I mean, like at least a little while. Yeah, yeah. So the dungeon felt like a dungeon. Like, so you went down there, <laughs> there were bathrooms and then. That does sound like a dungeon. Oh, well, shut up and wait. Sorry, I'm okay. just saying. Bathrooms? But then as you went down, so I'm trying to figure out how to describe this because it's hard. 
So there were spaces that we'll describe successively. On the left, though, they were completely open to another section that we'll call the catacomb section. And then on the right-hand side, there was another smaller little space. So basically two little walkways, but the main walkway was between the big space and the little space. On the left of the big space as you're going down is the catacomb section. So the first big space you get to, there's a swing. And so there's a swing there. I never saw it in use. I'm sure it gets used a lot. I had a few people that I heard talking about it, though. The next space that you get to has like a padded wall. So one of the two walls, you know, that's that's solid um, is padded, you know, such that you can. And there's um, like spaces above where you can hang like handcuffs. You can attach someone to it kind of thing, which is a, a nice kind of play area. On the right-hand side of that was a spanking bench. So in that other little area to the right was a spanking bench. Then the third space, there was a St. Andrew's cross, and the right-hand area was a glory hole space. But it was actually enclosed off with, like, a wall and a door and, I believe, three holes, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. So it, and on the inside, there was padding and stuff. So it was a proper, like, glory hole space, right? I will say, that's the only thing that I wish OSS could figure out how to do. Space, though. I mean, this place is huge, right? So, yeah. I love you, Lawrence. I love you, Jess. But Need more real estate? (laughs) You need more real estate. You need a glory hole. Yeah. But what was really cool about that, all that, was that on the left-hand side, open to all those spaces, because there were, you know, the walls and whatever, but then open to all that were the what I call the catacomb spaces. And they were basically, there were three archways, so kind of in each of the areas. There was this, it it was like a stone archway, elevated kind of bed area. And there was a little thin mattress in each of those areas for play. So literally, it's like a morgue. Kind of, but a it was... prehistoric or a, a, a turn-of-the-century morgue. Kind of, but it was really sexy and cool. And I mean, because they're huge. They're big archways. Like, okay. Probably as wide as this room. Okay. Oh, all right. Sorry, well, sorry. Okay, I was maybe thinking... Not. Maybe not. Our room's not... I mean, our room's big, but... I mean, our room's small, but it's not that small. It's probably maybe half to three quarters the size of the room okay but they're good they're good sized archways and like and you know the elevated bed like it's all stone right it's all because it's a downstairs it's a cellar it's a basement and then they had the thin little mattresses on them yeah i will say that every space all of those mattresses and all of the mattresses upstairs had the i don't know what they actually were but i'm gonna say like the liberator sheets that were the waterproof oh nice the thick, yeah the thick like rubbery, but not rubbery surface. Yeah. So you could easily wipe down. They don't have to change the sheets through the night. Like it was super easy, really nice. And it felt clean because you can wipe it down. And yeah. given this day and age and everything, you want everything to be easily wiped downable. I said, I don't know if they were, I'm, I'm going to throw Liberator out there because I know they make things like this. Yeah. They're the thick, really easily wiped downable kind of rubbery sheets, but they felt nice. They didn't, Gosh. they didn't feel like just yeah. deep rubber, right? Yeah. Um, so all of the mattresses were lined in that kind of thing or covered in that um, everywhere, which was, I think, really good and really easy. The basement, it felt proper dungeon. And I was like, ooh, I like this. This is fun. And But as I was going through and kind of doing my first initial tour of everything, I met this couple. And they were kind of doing the same. They were going around, checking things out. Just started talking to them. And they're like, oh, like, where are you from? Because clearly <laughs> I don't sound British. Um, my British accent is horrid. And I would not even <laughs> attempt it. <laughs> So I was talking to them and they're like, oh, and then they were like, they kind of looked around. They're like, are you here on your own? I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, come sit with us. There's a group of us. There's like seven of us. So were they new as well or were they just I think so. looking around? Okay. I think so. So they were like, come sit with us up at the bar. There's like seven of us. I was like, okay, that's cool. So I got a drink. They got a drink. And then I went to sit with them and there was a group of them kind of sitting in a circle. So upstairs in the bar 
dance floor area, there was, um, there's a small stage with a pole on it, but then there's also like five, six chases, a couch, bunch of, a couple of chairs, a bunch of stools, like the little, um, velvety little floor kind of stools to sit on. So it's a really big, good space. And then above the bar, there's, um, there's a spiral staircase going up and above the bar, there's a small little walkway area with some high top tables, probably four or five high top tables and some stools that you can look over to oversee that area. Okay. So it's a, it's a really good social space. And so anyway, I got a drink, went and sat with them and there were some people on the couch, some other chairs, basically all these people sitting around a circle and there wasn't a place to sit next to them. So I sat instead between two couples that were still part of that circle. Started talking to the couple on my left, couple on my right, you know, kind of chatting a bit with both of them. And, um, the couple on my left was also talking to another couple on their left. So I kind of focused more on the couple on my right. Honestly, they were the nicest people. They were, first of all, beautiful people. Like, like they're just gorgeous humans. And then it became very clear that they seemed like good people talking to them. Uh They seemed to have a really good connection to each other and they seemed to be on the same page. And so I was immediately drawn to them as like, okay, you're, you're good people. I want to talk to you more. I want to, I want to be in your company. And because I also didn't feel, I don't know whether they did or not, but I didn't feel like an object, which is a single female you could yeah, be seen yeah. as an object, right? Um, a toy. Yeah. And, but they were just so lovely to talk to and nice. A little bit into the conversation, I was like, oh, so how do you guys all know each other? Oh, we don't. I was like, wait, what? They're like, no, no, no. We all just kind of sat down together. Oh, like, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. So then the couple that actually invited me to sit down with them, they'd gone off and were talking to somebody else yeah. or whatever at that point. But I was like, oh, I just assumed because they invited me to come sit with all oh of you. Oh my God, you, that sounds like us. <laughs> that, that you actually yeah. knew each other, but no, they didn't. <laughs> that's great. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I was like, all right, whatever. So had they been before? So they had, yeah. So they, they had been to some clubs around the UK a bit. Uh, a few different ones. And so I was, you know, getting some information from them, um, just kind of their impressions and things. But they, they'd been to Le Boudoir before. And, and to them, it was, it was a little bit further for them to get there. But they're like, the crowd is always really good. It's a really nice club. It's a good space. And so I, I felt like for them, it was that like, if we can go the extra distance, it's definitely worth it. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, that that's a good thing. But then about the time I was starting to get itchy and being like, I want to go see what's going on. They were as well. So they're like, oh, you know, we're going to we're going to go see what's what's happening upstairs and just kind of see what's going on. I was like, do you mind if I join you? And they're like, absolutely. Come with us. Okay. so we go around upstairs and two of the doors to the private rooms were closed. One was open. There were a few people in the orgy space, but it wasn't really too busy yet. It's like, okay, cool. Like seeing what's going on. The the little um. I don't know, the sheer fluffy space that looked like a closet or something that was not, that was empty still. Okay, good. So then it's like, well, let's go see what's going on downstairs. So we go down to the dungeon and nobody was in the sling. There were two couples where the padded wall was and one lady was tied up to the wall. Another lady was getting tied kind of next to her. And then the guy was pulling out. He was still in full suit, which I get the whole aesthetic and whatever, but also I'd like to see you in a bit less. Um, but he was pulling out a flogger and starting to flog him while the two of them were starting to make out. All right. And then there was a couple on the cross. There were a few people kind of jokingly checking out the glory holes. I didn't feel like they were taking it very seriously though. And then there were several people playing in kind of the catacomb, um, archway spaces, including the couple that invited me to sit down with them earlier. They found another single female and were, he was fucking her and whatever. 
Um, honestly, I, f- I feel like it would have been fine, but I'm happy with the couple I ended up with. I feel like they were a much better caliber. Um, wow. Snap. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, complete judgment based upon my yeah. like two seconds with these people. Yeah. That's okay. That's it's my fine. girl. It, it's, it's my impression, right? This is my story. <laughs> Um, so anyway, then we were like, okay, we sat and watched the flogging scene for a bit. And then it was like, oh, do you guys want to go upstairs? And they're like, yeah, let's go see what we can find for space. And I'd already talked to them a bit and knew that they preferred private spaces. Yeah, fair enough. That's fine. I don't care. Public, private doesn't matter to me. So we went up the stairs. At that point, it was a lot busier and all three private room doors were closed. That was where I learned that private room does not mean what private room means to me. Private room means that the door is closed. Does not mean you cannot enter. So people would open the door. Is there space in here? Can we join in? Is there any? Okay, don't like that. And then if there was, they would just go in. So we went into one of the rooms with the desks. There was only one couple on the bed. So we just went in, put our stuff down. And and we did ask them, like, you know, is it okay kind of thing. Um, And they kind of moved over on the bed a little bit. We started to sort of take over a little bit of space. Apparently, if you want a truly, truly private experience, you have to lock the door to the room. Right. Which we ended up locking the door in the end. Yes, yeah, so we were in there with this one other couple. They were basically, he was, um, he was fucking her doggy style. She had on a collar. He had a hold of the leash to the collar and was, you know, pulling it as they were fucking. And then as she got closer to orgasm, he's like, give me the flogger. And there was a flogger on the desk. So I gave him the flogger and he started flogging her back as she wow. got closer to orgasm. Okay, that sounds awesome. It was really hot. On It, it was, I was like, oh, hold on, watch this for a second. <laughs> I love it. So anyway, she and I started, we took clothes off very quickly. Started making out, and then I feel like she put me down on the bed first. Around the time that the other couple was sort of finishing up, they eventually did finish, clean up, and leave, and then the guy locked the door. Okay. So it was just us three in the room. Yeah, so she put me on the bed. We were making out. She started going down on me. There was a little back and forth going down on each other and whatever. So she and I played for a while first, And then eventually he joined in and she and I were taking turns sucking on his cock and going down on him and stuff. And, um, and then eventually I think, I don't know, it's all a bit of a blur. Like I know at some point I was going down on her, she was laying on the bed. I was going down on her from off the bed and he was behind me going down on me. And then at some point there was also a bit some reversals of all of that. So it was a bit of like the, like somebody going down on somebody going down on somebody yeah, kind of thing. The human centipede. Yeah. And it was just, honestly, it was the just this, version. it was this easy play with them. And it was, we talked about boundaries beforehand and, you know, safe sex, which we never got to penetrative sex. So it was fine. Also no condoms or lube were provided there. So you have to take your own. Holy shit. Um, important to note. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's probably actually, I, I will say, no, I found out later you could ask for them at the bar. But they're not like just in the rooms, right? So if you don't have your own, you could ask, but still. That's, um, so quick pause. Yeah. When we went to Pendulum, when I went to Pendulum, uh, if you listened last week, you'll figure out what Bradford did at Pendulum. Um, Lawrence has purchased boxes for every single that. bed space. I saw that. And they have condoms and dental dams and lube in each box. So you pull it out much like our the, little tea box. And the different sizes of condoms. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the boxes when we were there this past weekend. I was like, I, that's genius. I it's love it. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, he spent the money and, like, every space yeah. has, uh, well, every bed space has mm. one. No, anyway. I, I do think that is absolutely genius. Um, this place didn't have that. So it was, you know, again, you have to bring your own or think to ask at the bar for it, which is is fine if you're prepared, right? Yeah. If you're not, then well, too bad. Yeah. Um, but 
but we didn't get to penetrative sex, so it was fine. Um, but the, yeah, it was just, it was just this nice fluid play. We'd had the discussion beforehand as to boundaries and what do you want and this kind of thing. And what do you like? How do you guys play? Because again, I didn't want to overstep any boundaries and I'm up for most anything except anal, which I told them and they're like, yep, same. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, it was just easy. It was fluid. They were lovely. Again, like I said, I feel like they had a really good connection and they, they knew where their boundaries were and what they wanted to do for play and what they wanted out of the night. Yeah. And I felt like that really came across in, in how they played and how they treated me. I felt very respected the whole time. Yeah. And I, I hope I reciprocated that yeah. to them yeah. because they were just so much fun and easy. And it was like, this is, this is what I want from the night. It's not what I expected, but it is absolutely what I want from the night. Mm. And yeah, they were great humans. They were a lot of fun. It was good. So we finished up play. Clean. So wait, wait, like, did you all both go down on him? Did he finish at all? He did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was, at, at the end of it, I think she was, I don't remember, she was, I don't know, kissing him, maybe she was sitting on his face, there was something happening up that way, and I was going down on him, yeah. and giving him a hand job and doing that, and then that, yeah. he came. Um, so yeah, so it was, it was a good finish for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But they were just. One of my favorite ways to come. Yeah, yeah. But it, Somebody sitting on my face, and somebody else just manually taking care of me. Yeah. Um, but again, they were just really fun and easy and lovely humans to play with. And That's it good. just, it just felt right. Yeah. Which sometimes you, I mean, I'm just going to sound terrible, but sometimes you play with people and you're like, oh yeah, it was fine, but it didn't feel magical. And this felt a little bit Aww. magical. Um, oh, that's really sweet. The, yeah. Do they know anything about you okay. other than your name? Um, they do know that we do the podcast. Okay. I don't know if they'll remember it because who knows from the night and whatever, yeah. you know, but I did tell them because we had discussions ahead of time when we were downstairs at the bar talking early. I mentioned, because they were like, you know, of course, you go to clubs. Have you ever been to clubs? And I was like, yeah, we go to this club in Sydney quite frequently. We run parties out of there. And the podcast came up and whatever. So I don't, again, they may never, ever look it up and that's fine. They might. I don't know. But I hope they do and find out they they were were, magical. That's For you to say that, that's kind of something. (laughs) They were really just, yeah, they were good people. And it was a a good, lovely night. Uh. So then went back downstairs because honestly, at that point, I was like, I need water. I'm so dehydrated at this point. Um, so we went back downstairs, got a drink and. Cause none of the clubs there are BYO, right? They all serve alcohol. Yeah. I don't think this one was BYO. It, they definitely served alcohol. Yeah. Um, it was not cheap alcohol either, <laughs> or at least not with the exchange rate. I mean, maybe if you live there, I don't know, but it, with the exchange rate, it was not, not favorable. So I yeah. one glass of wine and then I went to water. <laughs> um, so Angela was not drunk that night. I mean, not that I would be anyway, again, being somewhere on my yeah. own. So again, it's that extra level of responsibility. Fair enough. But still, yeah. So I went downstairs, got some water and just kind of started wandering around. And at that point, the dance floor was pumping. There were lots of people. There. I will say that one thing I saw throughout the night, just kind of watching the movement of people, is that there was a lot of movement of people. It wasn't like when we were in New York, it was couple, 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 couple. Yeah. But this was very much people moving and integrating and talking amongst circles. And it looked very interactive. That's great. Which I think is great. And I think that's that says something for the venue, for the clientele. What are people looking for from the evening? Also, I mean, the staff were great. You could see them. They were cleaning up glasses all over the place. You could see that they were keeping an eye on what was going on. So again, felt very safe and yeah. whatever and felt good. Um, but yeah, so I got a glass of water, looked around the dance floor for a bit and was like, you know, debating to myself, where, where do I go from here? Yeah. And so I ended up on the upstairs walkway bit, sitting one of the over tables, just kind of overlooking the area. And the couple came up that I had played with. They came up kind of doing the same kind of thing. So we sat for a few minutes and at some point they went on and I went on one way, but it was, yeah, just kind of looking and like, 
what do I want to do from here? And I was also a little cognizant of the fact that I did have to catch a train the next morning to then go further out of town to go find the bed helpers. So it was like, I could either stay here until they close, like, you know, find another couple, get into another play session, stay here till they close, be really fucking tired in the morning, take the train, go do tomorrow's things and probably be exhausted the whole day. Or I can be sensible and leave. But I wasn't really ready to leave yet. So instead I ended up wondering. That's my girl. So I wandered around again. I went back upstairs and, and saw like all the spaces were in use. The orgy room was pumping. People everywhere in there. Um, the downstairs dungeon area was, was full of people. Didn't see any flogging or anything really at that point. But there were a lot of people kind of around and, and having sex in different places and things. And it was one of those, you know, do I, again, go back up to the dance floor and interject myself somewhere? Do I interject myself somewhere in a play situation? Didn't feel really feel right. And I kind of had that internal debate as to which way do I go. So I wandered around for a bit, ended up seeing the couple that I played with again. Um, it looked like they were kind of doing a reconnect thing. And so I just politely said, I'm probably going to head out soon. Just you know, had a really good time, da, 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 whatever. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye-bye. And so said goodbye to them. And then I went back downstairs, kind of looked around the dance floor again, like, do I really want to leave or do, do I want a little more? And I was like, no, I'm going to do the sensible thing. And so I ended up leaving at that point. Yeah. Um, I think it was good because I feel like I left on a high and, and I feel like if I had stayed, it could have been good. Or it might not have been. I didn't want yeah. it to ruin it. And I think that was part of it, too. So, yeah. So then oh. at that point, I left and stood in the rain for about six, seven minutes while I waited for an Uber to come <laughs> back to my hotel. Thank you, London. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was cold out there at that point. I didn't have a lot on. Um, I mean, I had my coat on, but still, still not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But went back to my hotel and then, then that was the night. Not uh, bad. That sounds like, that sounds was like good. a lot of fun. It was yeah. good. It was one of those that like, I really had to motivate myself to go because before I left, I was kind of like, again, I'm comfy in my hotel room. I'm happy here. I've got to go get dinner anyway. That's fine. But maybe I just come back here and just just Netflix and chill for the night and not yeah. do anything. That's what I did. Um, but no, I was like, nope, nope. I've already got my ticket. I'm going to do this. I want to at least see the club, right? Yeah. And yeah, I'm glad I went because, again, it was just the, the club itself. The venue was just really nice. Again, it felt that bit high end. The clientele felt a, a bit like everybody made an effort. Yeah. So everyone was dressed up. It was clear they made an effort to go. They wanted to, to be social and be with people. And if that really came through in the vibe and it was just a, it was a nice vibe. It was fun. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. If you're ever in the London area, if you live in the area, go check it out. It's, it's definitely worth it. Um, yeah. And then the next day I caught a train down and went and saw the bed hoppers for one last time, which we didn't think was going to happen, but it did. Oh, yay. So, yeah. Just a general hangout or did you get to play again? Um, well, I got there and we went back to their place and we <clears throat> Netflix and chilled, which, you know, was like, Three minutes of watching this show and being like, what the hell? We all know where this is going. And so we then just played. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And then we went and got dinner. Beautiful sluts. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was lovely. Good. It was fun. I love it. That, I mean, would you go back to the UK, Angela? Well, I mean, I mean, we probably (laughs) will go back to the UK. Yes. And if we're ever in London again, I would say, let's definitely stay for a weekend and go to this place because it's worth it. Yeah. Honestly, I think it'd be a lot of fun to go back. I'd like to see you experience it. I'd love to see like the spaces, especially. Yeah. Mm. Um, And I know that the UK has more than one club. Yes. And there's more than one in London, which again would be fun to check out. But this one was from my understanding, which whatever it is, what it is. Right. My understanding, it was the biggest and whatever. And so I was like, let me check this one out. And honestly, I am so happy that I made the effort to go. Oh, that's great. I I would, I want to do it. 
Yeah. Um, it is definitely something that I'd love for us both to experience yeah. together. Yeah. Because we've both been to the UK, neither one of us together. And, uh, and it, it would be- sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And since like, we've been together- Because like of anybody, like I'd really like to experience this with you. And like, and I did think about it and then I was like, like, I really wish you were here. Yeah. Because I feel like like this would be such an, um, I mean- it was great, but at the same time, I think it would be that much more if you were there. Yeah, you know, like, and and that's the thing. It's like sex travel is fun, but it's even more fun when you have somebody else that yeah. you can experience it with. Yeah. Um. Let us know what are your opinions. Have you been to any of the clubs in the UK? Have you been to La Boudoir? Uh, we would love to hear about it. So you can talk to us directly on our Discord chat. All you have to do is support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the vibe podcast. Uh, at any level you can get into, you can slide into our DMs. It's great. Uh, or you can message us via Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We are at by the by podcast or email us the atoms of love at gmail.com. Find out where we are, where we're going, www.bythebye.com.au and check out our events page. So Angela, any final thoughts that you have on your trip to the UK? Did you get the folks number? Do you, did you transfer well, any I, information? I didn't because we don't have phones. Right? Yeah. And I was not smart enough to take any cards with That's me. That's my girl. Um, so I just mentioned the podcast again before I left. And I was like, please look it up. You can find our email address, message, whatever. Well, and- I hope they've listened to it. And I hope they find out that they're at least look. considered by you. A magical experience. Like, I think everybody listening here is like, wait, what? <laughs> Look, I will be honest and say that if their memory is like mine, they probably won't remember. They said something like, I've a podcast. I don't know. Yeah, she yeah. said something. Yeah. I don't know. But, but on the off chance, you know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you are that person, you're magical. And Angela said so. And that's, man, put on a hat or something. That's important. Is that what magical people do? I feel like they should. It's like a Harry Potter thing. It's a hat thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, We'll see you next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.